as we all know from the history, the Greeks have occupied the Middle Eastern countries, including Jerusalem, the whole of Israel, for more than 200 years. And of course, they did not only impose their rules, but also they forced everyone to speak Greek and also to worship their pagan idols and also to follow their rules. And many Jewish were converted because they didn't have any choice. And there were some who refused, they were persecuted and they were killed. And then there were few ones who remained really very strong. They uh, refused, but they went into hiding and they practiced their faith. And now the first reading is a kind of a mockery. Those who were converted, the Jewish converted to paganism, are, were saying a kind of mocking them, those who refused to be converted to paganism. They were calling them like a snarky remark, the just ones, the just ones. And this reading also is closely linked to the gospel we have just heard. The just one here is Jesus Christ himself. And the just one predicts his passion, his suffering, and his death. At the same time, he was answering a very important question to his disciples. The question of who is the greatest. They were arguing among themselves. Look here. He did not say that is bad. That's not good. He even approved. But the way it should be understood is in a different way. If you want to be great, then be simple, be humble. That's why he brought a child to explain to them and also to clear the distortion they had about what it means by greatness. But the most important message here is about his suffering. Why should he suffer? Why should he die? But the answer is simple, because he loves us. Because of the love he has for us, he had to suffer, he had to die. There is this real story, an Italian woman who was born in 1922, and she died in 1962, I think, after like around the age of 14. But she, she grew up normally like any children. She graduated high school and she went to a medical school and she became pediatrician. And after the graduation, she was employed in a hospital and then afterwards, she started her own clinic. She was very devout Catholic, very holy woman. And she met the love of her life when she was working in that clinic. They got married. They had three children. And then after some time, she got pregnant, the fourth one. When she got pregnant, she found out that she had a problem. 
that there is a tumor in the uterus. And the doctors gave her three choices. The first one, to abort the pregnancy. The second one, to do a surgery to take out the child and she will not be pregnant again. The third was to remove the uterus, which makes her survival 0%. And she decided to save the child. She said, remove the tumor. So they removed the tumor. The child was born very healthy. And after post-surgery complications, after like one week, she died. And she saved the life of her child. But there is something more than this. There was something that she always said to her friends, to her parishioners. Suffering and love are closely linked like the sun and the light. Without suffering, we cannot love. And we cannot love without suffering. So she coincided the suffering and the love like Jesus did. She followed in the footsteps of Jesus. And this woman is the patron saint of physicians, mothers, and the unborn children. Saint Gianna Beretta from Italy. Now she has given an example to her friends. And in 2004, I think she was canonized by St. Saint, Saint John Paul II. Inspired by her, her word, Pope Benedict also said one day that the cross is a reminder to each one of us that there is no true love without suffering. And then also, there is no gift of life without pain. So suffering and love, are they go together. It is suffering is the manifestation of the love and which Jesus himself has shown us. So the reflection today for us when we hear this word of the Lord is how do we express our love for God? How do we express, manifest, demonstrate in our lives, in our actions, in our behaviors, this love. And this is a challenge to each one of us. A challenge to husbands and wives, to the families, to children. This is a big challenge to each one of us. Do we really forgive even if there is pain? Because in the first letter of St. John says, he defines God as love. God is love. He who abides in love abides in love. So St. Paul says, the love of Christ impulses us. We are forgiving because we love God. We are peaceful because we love God. We are people of prayer because we love God. So let us reflect, especially this week, how can I be able to express or manifest the love that God has for me? How do I practice it in my lives? How can I be able to share with my brothers and sisters? So let us ask the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration to give us the grace and the blessings we need that we may always be loving, be humble, 
and be simple, that God may continue to bless and fill us with his grace. Amen.